This edition of The Beer Show was recorded on the 9th of July 2020. You're listening to The Beer Show on We're A Wave. Coming up on today's show, we start a new box of beer from Beer 52, with beers from Mobley Brew House, The Garden and White Hack. And we have music from Claire Means, The Beatles, Keen, Travis, Train, Snow Patrol, and Supergrass. Hey guys, and welcome to the 41st Beer Show here on Burrow Wave. It's a special time for me today here on the Beer Show, because today, Friday the 10th of July, is the Beer Show's first birthday. Yep, and I'm going to let you into a little secret. The show that went out as Beer Show number one, the interview with John McNamara from the Royal Beer Club, was actually recorded on the 15th of August 2019. But I wanted something special to start with. So by that point I had two shows under my belt. I'd done my training. I'd recorded an interview with Paul Harris, which you heard a clip of on my New Year's show, as a test. I then came into the studio, because I'd been coming in and working on the equipment and everything for about a month, since about the beginning of June. And then on the 10th of July I came in and recorded my first actual show and put it all together. But it took time to do the scheduling and get it out. And that's the other reason why we're only on show 41 a year in. Because those missing weeks are the time I was away at beer festivals, the two weeks off over Christmas and New Year, and the fact that I recorded on the 11th of July, and then I didn't do another show until the 15th of August when I did the Royal Beer Club interview. It was an, almost a month later on the 11th of September when I recorded beer show number three, because that then covered the period over my birthday weekend when I went to see the Merseyside Bands in Birkenhead Park. And from that point, I went weekly going out on a Wednesday evening for a few months until it became all too overwhelming to get edited and done and everything in one day. And I switched my days from going out first play on a Wednesday and repeated on a Friday to going out first play on a Friday and repeated on a Wednesday. Anyway, I have had a good first year and I quite like the fact that we're starting the new year on show one. So I finished the old year on 40. So my new set of shows for the second year start on 41. I quite like that parity. So let's get into this week's box of beer from Beer 52. For the next two weeks, we will be joining Beer 52 in the summer of love. Join the craft loving together in isolation. Which I'll tell you now is very slightly different from the name that was actually printed on the back of the magazine from the previous month because the previous month which ended last week on the back of the magazine they tell you what region is coming up next and when they printed that magazine it was called Summer Haze and now it's called The Summer of Love. Anyway what happened during The Summer of Love? We'll find out over the next two weeks. We'll have a piece of music and then get into it. We're all wave. Now here comes the music. 
pins and needles in our bed Held together by a thread Sticks and stones in our bath Skin bruised, skin scratched Spread sand on my toast Mix salt in your tea I'll poison you If you'll poison me We're strange, we're perverse, and there is no stopping us. We've changed for the worse, we're strange, we're perverse, and there is no stopping us now. Sticks and stones in our bath Skin bruised, skin scratched Spread sand on my toast Mix salt in your tea I'll poison you If you'll poison me We've changed for the worse We're strange, we're perverse And there is no stopping us We've changed for the worse We're strange, we're perverse I haven't played that one in a while. What I played you there was what was, from my perspective, the first song ever played on The Bear Show. The first song of show number two. A song about a relationship gone sour by a singer-songwriter from Los Angeles in the USA. That was Pins and Needles by Claire Means. We're all wave. As there's no particular description for this month's box, I would read you the editor's note from the Ferment magazine as an intro. Welcome to our strangest summer issue ever. Long time readers will know that I usually use this issue as an excuse to get outside, do some silly activities and drink beer in a beautiful landscape. Not only is this currently impossible, but there is a real chance that lockdown will have eased by the time you actually come to read these words, making this whole thing doubly odd. 
What we do have this month in abundance is a brilliant selection of juicy summery beers from some of our favourite breweries who we will be catching up with. Take care, enjoy the summer and only drink the good stuff. So that's Richard Crow's sales editor's note. So let's crack on shall we? We're a wave, your local community station with a difference. Our first beer this week comes from a brewery I first experienced quite some years ago when they were just starting out. A Cheshire brewery who I have become a big fan of over the years, but never quite expected to see in a Beer 52 box. A brewery from just outside Chester, who I first encountered at the Old Harker's Arms in Chester on the 17th of December 2013. The brewery are the Mobley Brew House. And that first beer I had back in 2013 was called Barnbuster. Almost a year later, in October of 2014, I found them again. One in Old Harker's Arms, a beer called Whirly Bird. And then I discovered a new bar on the canal side, just down the canal path from Old Harker's Arms, called Artichoke. And I've become a regular in there ever since as well. And I had a Mobley Brewhouse Roadrunner in there on that same day, on the 21st of October 2014. And then another year passed and I had them at the Forest House Weatherspoons in Chester on the 26th of November 15, when I had their origin. By early 2016, they were running an experimental series called Concept. And on the 4th of January 2016, I had Mobley Brewhouse's Concept Number no. 10 Galena Stout at the Mill Hotel in Chester, which has since been renamed to Onyx. So that's a short history of me and Mobley Brewhouse. Let's see what Beer 52 thought of them. This article is written by Beer 52's Casey Mather. We're away. Listen in. We're different. Speaking to Rick Dean, beer ambassador at Mobley Brewhouse, one thing is clear. This is a man who loves beer. On top of his brewery's beers and tap rooms and plans for the somewhat uncertain future, we chat about how proud he is to have such a close-knit team of beer-loving individuals. We've only had to say goodbye to two members of staff in nine years, and they only left because they were relocating, he says. But what stands out is how often our conversation takes itself off to the pub. We talk about country pubs and post-war pint, town centre pubs and after-work beers. The first beers we ever drank, and who does the best West Coast IPAs in the UK. The genius of Pierre Tilquin, the best places for a pint of landlord, and how much he, along with co-owner and co-founder James Roberts, care about cask. It's funny, he says, in all the years we've been making beer, we've seen fellow breweries fall out of love with cask, then get back into it again. I'm glad it's become important to people again, but we're also quite proud that we never stop making it or believing in it. Local beer found everywhere. Mobley Brewery is a local brewery that really manages to get around. Their beers which you've almost definitely seen, even if you think you haven't tried them before, are in bottle shop fridges and pub cellars from Conway to Craster, Berwick to Bude. In fact, you might find them on holiday too, since they've been distributing their cans to the craft beer loving parts of Spain, France and Belgium. Known for their bold, juicy IPAs and imperial stouts, Mobley Brewhouse began, like most good ideas, as a father and son pint session in the pub. The story I know goes something like this, says Rick. James and his dad Phil were in their local, bemoaning about the lack of standout sessionable cask beer. Everything was insipid, uninspiring and pretty dull to drink. After a bit, 
The landlord said that rather than moan about it, here's an idea. Winkle Brewery are selling their small kit. Why don't you go do it yourself? Winkle Beer Co, up in a particularly gorgeous part of this Peak District, were indeed expanding at the time and looking for someone to take their smaller kit off their hands. And the temptation was too much for the pair. And, despite not knowing much about brewing at the time, they bought it, learning how to brew once they had the new kit in situ. Don't you feel a bit better about your lockdown impulse buys now, eh? The new brewers got to work developing recipes for the sort of cask beers they wanted to drink and soon had their own range of beers they could be proud of, and had a newfound respect for the art of brewing. Then James decided he wanted to add a little something extra to their classic beers. After he finished university, James went travelling and just fell in love with the whole American craft brewing scene, Rick explained. When he came back, he brought those big flavours and different beer styles to the brewery. And so the brewery continued to brew bolder, juicier beers, a far cry from the pints James and Phil had been complaining about all those years earlier. By 2017, Mobley Brewhouse had a brand new tap room and shop, with the 20-barrel kit installed to meet the demand for their craft beer-inspired cask, keg and can range, ready to launch. By August of that year, Boom Juice, Route 97, Juice Machine and Unnamed joined the brewery's lineup creating a new range of American-style IPAs, double IPAs, New England IPAs and pale ales. Unnamed came about because we couldn't think of a name for it when we created it, Rick said. Then the designer came back to us with Unnamed as a place-setting text and we thought it looked and sounded great, so we kept it. The 5.8% Unnamed New England IPA became the first in a trilogy of Unbeers, with Unchained, a more crushable session version of Unnamed, and their ferocious 9% untamed double IPA, completing the triad. Will they make it a quadrilogy one day? Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. We'd have to think of a name first. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. up the rice in the church where a wedding has been lives in a dream waits at the window wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door who is it for all the lonely people where do they all come from all the lonely people where do they all belong Mackenzie, writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. No one comes near, look at him working, darning his socks in the night when there's nobody there. What does he care, all the lonely people? Where do they all come from?
That was, of course, the undistinguishable sound of the Beatles with Eleanor Rigby. And that was the first song I played on the beer show. Let's now head back over, finish this article on Mobley Brewery and see what I thought of their beer. Listen to We're All Wait. They can't touch you for it. Changing it up. Something they like to do at Mobley is keep the drinkers on their toes. Our concept cask range is an exciting development at the brewery. This is the range where our brewers can use their imaginations and buy whatever ingredients they want and use it to make a beer that's really exciting. Last year some of the standout concept cask beers from Mobley were Toffee Apple Red Ale and Dark Winter Toffee and Chocolate Stout. But they aren't always quirky seasonal experimentations in fruit and flavour. Sometimes you just want to make a fantastic double IPA with hops and yeast you can't normally get a hold of. Maybe what they really want is to brew a New England IPA with Galaxy. That's what the concept range is for, Rick explained. On top of its concept cask, Mobley Brew House has developed over the past couple of years a selection of seasonal IPAs. These four beers look and taste very similar, but actually change to suit the season. Of course there are beer for all seasons, says Rick. But sometimes in the spring you want something a little lighter, and in the winter you fancy something with a little more of a malty backbone. We tweak the hop and malt profile of one beer, modifying the recipe slightly, so it matches up with the time of year. Mobley's cans you might have seen on bottle shop shelves, and their white label special editions as well. These labels are created especially for the range by talented local designer Emily Cordell, to stand out totally separately from the brewery's core range and seasonal ranges. Our white label releases happen six to eight times a year, and these beers are one-off special editions, says Rick. These never-to-be-seen-again get-em-more-they're-hot beers range from styles like Tropical IPA Trouble in Paradise to their Duvet Day Chocolate Peanut Butter Imperial Stale. Release dates are shared on the brewery's social media channels and can be pre-ordered via the brewery's website or from your friendly local bottle shop when they're close to release. Of course, the world being the way it is at the moment, it's hard to say what the future will bring. Mobley Brewhouse have just spent shy of a decade building a brewery exactly the way they wanted to and expanded the business to include two busy tap rooms in Stockport and Nutsford over the last few years. These Project 53 tap rooms champion local beer as well as pouring a full selection of their own beers and serving up freshly made pizzas. And they're so popular they'd like to open more of them in different locations. Maybe. Someday. Whatever happens though, they're planning to continue putting good beer first. We're proud of where we are and what we've built, says Rick. We just want to keep on making great beer. So nine years ago would have been 2011. Yeah, that's about right then. So by mid-2013 they were probably just starting to put out their beers to market. So I probably got them very soon after they came onto the market, to be honest. What was the beer that came out of this box? Big idea. A 5.2% oatmeal stout. Welcome to another week of beer reviews. 22nd of June 2020, my first beer tonight comes from a brewery I know very, very well. A brewery that I never thought I'd see in a Beer 52 box, or at least not so soon. Just outside Chester is the town of Mobley. I know Mobley, at least I know it's train station, because I've got the train back from there when I've been out to Tatton Brewery, because it's the closest station to Tatton for getting back into Chester. 
Oh, one of the closest stations to Tatham, the other one being Nutsford, they're about the same distance. And the uh, taxi accidentally took me to Mobley one night instead of Nutsford. It wasn't good because we'd come through Mobley first. I'm glad I was early. So, I don't know this bit. So, here it is. Mobley Brew House. Big idea, oatmeal stout. 5.2% comes in a 330ml can. There's no details about it whatsoever. It's got just over a year on it. Best before 20th of the 7th, 21. Let's get this down me and see what I think. Not literally, of course, because it's a nice big black beer. Right, let's take this out into my World Beer Festival glass and see what I think. Wow, that completely fizzed over the top. So I'm now holding it directly over the glass. And it fizzes out a little bit more. It's another one where I've half lost the key tab. Right, wow, look at that. That is all head. To start with, it's a nice big black beer. So what's the big idea, guys, giving a beer with that much head? Mmm, smells good. When I said get this down with, I didn't mean it literally, but it almost did. Oh, that has one massive head. I might have to wait a minute for that head to come down, because that has a one, two, three finger tan head. There we go, that head's come down, it's just about dropped off now, so... There we go, look at that, that's down to one finger. Furby white head, that's, that's doable, that's drinkable. Mmm, smells good, but it is an oatmeal sour. It smells like an oatmeal sour. Very malty, slight chocolatiness on the nose. Cheers, guys. I'm about ready for this. Mmm, ooh, ooh, that is nice. Oh yeah, nice thick, a little bit on the juicy side, which is unusual for a stout. Lots of coffee, lots of chocolate. I'm liking that, guys. I'm liking that. Well done, Mobbly. This is a great beer. Cheers, Mobbly. I'm going to give that a four out of five. I'm enjoying that. It's weird because it's got like a fruitiness to it and like a bit of chocolate and coffee flavour as well. Yeah, that's nice. All right, I'm off. Have a great evening guys, I'll see you in a few for the next one. Have a good one. On the 27th of March 2004 I went to the O2 Apollo in London to see Travis perform and I got a real treat. The support act were an upcoming band. This was about two weeks before they released their debut album Hopes and Fears. The support act were keen and just by coincidence I randomly selected a track off Hopes and Fears called This Is The Last Time, which just happened to be their debut single. And then following that, we have a song by Travis. Off their third album, The Invisible Band, one of my favourite songs of theirs. It's called Pipe Dreams. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. This is the last time that I will say these words I
For my second beer out of this box, I return to Croatia, to Zagreb, to the Garden Brewery. By now, the Garden Brewery should need no introduction. It's a favourite of Beer 52's and a favourite of mine. 
But in case you've forgotten or you're listening for the first time, this is what the Garden Brewery are all about. Rather than doing what their website says, which I've done previously, let's read you what Buntapped has to say on the Garden Brewery. Founded in 2016 to bring incredible craft beer to the music festivals blossoming on Croatia's shimmering Adriatic coast, the Garden Brewery's beers are made from the experiences that bring us together. From summer thirst quenchers and fruit sours to a creative experimental range, the Garden celebrates beer as a refreshingly simple way of connecting in a sometimes disconnected world. And this was an interesting one. This was a low alcohol beer. Coming in at 3.4%, this was a micro New England IPA. And the description for this one on Untapped says, A low alcohol session version of our New England IPA range. Strong pineapple and grapefruit notes. Let's see what I thought of it. There it is, the Garden Brewery out of the Croatian capital, Zagreb. This is their Micro New England IPA from their experimental series. It's 3.4%. And I've got my Salopian glass tonight to drink it out of. Citrus, melon, pineapple and grapefruit. This will be interesting. As always, it comes in a 330ml can. Their website is thegarden.hr slash shop. So, let's see what I think of a 3.4% New England IPA. Oh, and again, fizzes up around the rim the moment I open the key tab, but at least it's not like that one I had the other week that completely enveloped the uh, key tab the moment I pulled it open. Right, that should be enough to taste. Look at that. Nice big hazy golden colour with a one, two, three finger foamy white head. Oh wow, I can smell that from here. Mmm, yeah, I can definitely smell the grapefruit in that. Let's get this down me and see what I think. Look at that, it's a complete haze bomb that. It's dropped to a one and a half finger foamy white head. Mmm, it's not bad that. Doing this. And the head is completely clear now. Mm. Very thick, very dry. There's a little bit of sweetness on it, but you put it in your mouth and it literally sticks to your mouth. That is really weird, especially for a low ABV beer. Get more of those sounds if you hold them in your mouth for a moment. It's alright. Could be a little bit sweeter for me, but I know it's weird because there's a, a very dry taste in your mouth, but there's a big sort of sweetness around the outer edge of it. It's really weird. And Tap lets me rate in point ones now, as I'm on their experimental system. So I am going to give that, normally I'd give it um, 3.75, but I can't rate in point five anymore. Can I rate 3.7 or 3.8? I'm going to go on the upper scale, I'm going to get a 3.8 out of 5. It's quite nice, it's not quite a 4, but it's not quite a 3.5 either, so. It's very, very weird. And it's only 3.4%, it's got a lot of flavour. You know, that's what's bumped it up that point for me. It's got a lot of flavour. 3.4% beer. It has masses and masses of flavour. Yeah, very, very nice. I've enjoyed that. Alright, have a great evening, guys. Enjoy yourselves, whatever you're doing. Stay safe. We're all wave. Now, here comes the music. Teach me to fall and I'll teach you.
you to sing when life keeps stealing your melody around your finger i'll be a string Feels good at first. I'll learn to dance if you promise not to laugh, and I end up in a cast from falling over. And you can't get mad when some girl you think I had puts a story in your head when I hardly know her. So about love, I don't know. Sure feels good at first. Oh, every spring there's a honeybee that stings, so things can change. Oh, every fire gets too close and it reminds you things can change in love. But it sure feels good at first. And this pastor in my head is preaching to the choir. Don't get me wrong, 'cause it's too soon to decide. But the same my first rodeo and my heart's been roped and tied in love. I don't know about love, but it sure feels good at first. Oh, every autumn colors come that you've forgotten, so things can change. Oh, every frost some live on and some are lost, so things can change in love. But it sure feels good at first. Na 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 na. Off their album California 37, that was Train, with Shawfield's Good at First. We're a wave, your local community station with a difference. For my penultimate beer of this show, we are staying at the Garden Brewery undergoing for their flat white coffee porter. I've never fully understood what a flat white is, but there we go. And the description on untapped is exactly what it said on the can, which reads, Cold brew iced coffee porter. Rich, smooth and creamy with notes of roasted almond and dark chocolate. When I left you, we are in our grab at the Garden Brewery. And that is where we're staying. This is the Garden Brewery flat white coffee porter. There's your can. It's got a cream label with black writing and a brown section with cream writing. And it says, cold brewed iced coffee porter, rich, smooth and creamy, with the notes of roasted almond and dark chocolate. Right, let's get this out into my glass. I have my World Bear Festival glass all washed up and ready to go. 
we go, that should be enough. I first encountered the Garden Brewery in Leeds at the bottle shop on New Brigate, a few doors down from North Bar. There is, or was, I'm not entirely sure if it's still there, a shop a bit like Bargain Booze. It wasn't Bargain Booze, it was some other chain, but it was you know, similar to Bargain Booze. Cheap beer, cheap wine. And I went in there and I thought, oh, they do real hours. I went in there and I found this brewery called the Garden Brewery. Thought, you know what, I'll try that. And it was really nice, the first one I had, and I've had them several times since. I've had several in these Beer 52 boxes. I've actually got one left in my spares box. Anyway, that is the beer. It's settled extremely quickly. It's got a next to no head, maybe a one-eighth finger foamy tan head. It's completely foamy. It's leaving good tan lacing on the glass. So this is a flat white coffee porter. I've no idea what a flat white is. The only other brewery I do that do know that do a flat white porter is uh, Alphabet Brewing Company in Manchester, and their flat white porter is actually white. It's a white porter. Nice to see a black flat white porter. Cheers, guys. All right. I'm about ready for this. Mmm, quite sweet on the nose. Definitely getting that coffee. A little bit of something else, can't quite identify so. Let's get this down meat and see what I think. Not literally, of course. I don't want to mess up this nice blue shirt. Funnily enough, I found last night after I'd reviewed the beer that I had splashed a bit down my shirt and had to change into a new shirt this morning. Cheers everyone. Oh, that is really nice. What does it say? Roasted almond and dark chocolate. Mmm, definitely getting the dark chocolate. That is nice. Another great offering from the garden. I'm definitely getting that dark chocolate. I'm not sure about the almond. Mmm. But if you hold it in your mouth for a moment before swallowing, do it like a wine tasting. Hold it in your mouth, swill it around your mouth for about. 20-30 seconds and then swallow it. Craft beer tasting is getting awfully complicated, isn't it? We're getting into wine territory now. You do get that almond taste, but if you swig it straight down, you don't really notice the almond. It's there a little bit, but not as much as if you hold it in your mouth a minute. Anyway, that is really, really nice. I'm really enjoying that. This is 5.5%. So that is getting... I've had a couple of things from the garden just slightly out of these boxes that I haven't rated too highly, but that is amazing. You know what, that is one of the best coffee porters I've had in a long time. That is getting top marks. That really is. That is really, really nice. Really enjoying that. Absolutely amazing coffee porter. 5.5%. Really, really nice. It gets a top rated 5 out of 5. Alright, have a great evening guys. Enjoy what you're doing. Stay safe. Now, I will see you soon. For my final beer this week, we are heading from Zagreb in Croatia. 2,460 kilometres, or 1,528 and a half miles, to a brewery in Southern Ireland. 25 kilometres, or 15 and a half miles outside of Sligo, in County Sligo, we find the White Hagger Brewing Company. And we are heading there for a very special beer festival. There's no name on this article from the Beer 52 from Men magazine. So I can only assume it was written by Richard Crosdale. Hagstravaganza. Even if you've never had the pleasure of visiting Sligo for Hagstravaganza, you already know it's one of the best festivals in the beer calendar, don't you?
But which parts have you heard about? The 90 Taps? The Party Train? The Oyster Farm? I'm going to pause there a sec. I resent the fact that he's automatically assuming you know about this beer festival. I've never heard of it. I'm not that familiar with the beer scene in Ireland. I know White Hag, I know they're a good brewery, but I've never heard of their beer festival. Anyway, let's get back to it. If you look at the Hagstravaganda video, you'll see the local oyster farm in the background, says Bob Coggins, commercial director for White Hag Brewery, and one of the steady hands at Hagstravaganda's helm. The visiting brewers and drinkers love that. They get to go there and look at the sea and eat fresh oysters and drink dry stout. And there's a distillery nearby too. Sometimes you go to a beer festival and you stand at a conference centre and pour beer and drink beer and you don't see anything of where you are. Here you get to see the area and appreciate where you are. Looking at the lineup, it seems that this year is a great beer free-for-all. But there's actually one strict rule around all the beers that will be poured. Bob explains. First time pour on the lineup is the only rule. None of these beers will ever have been poured by us before. That's compelling to anyone coming, especially from around Ireland, because it means there's a good chance of around 90% of the beers will be something they've never tasted before. So Bob tells us more about the breweries that are climbing on board the good ship Stravaganza this year. From an Irish perspective, we try to get six or seven Irish breweries. We always look for the best new breaking breweries, small breweries we think are going to be big one day, or who we just like. They're like our headlines at the festival. We've had Wide Street from Longford and Canvas from Tipperary and plenty of smaller ones on board over the years. We even had Baskland in the very early days. Then we've obviously had your big lads like Lervig, Cloudwater, Northern Monk and Gypsy Hill. Last year we had Sierra Nevada from America. We have a mixture of leaders and the up and coming. There's something for everyone. It sounds like a cliche but that's really the way it is. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now.
Off their 2002 second album, The Final Straw, that was Snow Patrol, with the wonderfully titled, Wow. We're all wave. Web radio. We don't bring people back unless we've done a collab with them to keep things interesting. But we've ended up doing a lot of collabs. Our Nitro Black IPA with Cloud Water was brilliant. Our Irish Coffee Stout with Lambert was just amazing. We had a bunch of collabs planned for this year, obviously on hold now. And we're doing a festival beer. Hopefully that'll be in the Beer 52 box for June. This year the brewery has already confirmed to be pouring out Hagstravaganza of Cloudwater, Greencheek, Bagby, Lambert, Cascade, Salt, Crack, Sierra Nevada, Fine, The Colonel, Bradray Monte de Salve, Mont Hardy, Horizon, Lerbig, and Round Corner. Wow, load of good names there. Couple I don't recognise. With that list of foreign ones before it, I was thinking of Horizon from Hungary. Hagstravaganza prides itself on being good for its local community, as well as good for the Irish beer scene. It's not-for-profit and benefits local charities. All the food and entertainment are sourced locally. Every year we make sure we find really high-quality catering companies from the local area to do our food. This really matters to us. It's the same with the live music. We always want to make it an awesome experience. And they can almost promise sunshine too. We've been blessed with great weather the last few years, says Bob. But even if it's not sunny, you'll easily get back to Sligo or wherever you're staying without getting too wet. That's what the train's for. Yes, as if a world-class beer festival on several acres of beautiful Sligo countryside wasn't enough of a draw for you. There's a special train to take you there too. We hire a train from the National Train Company with seven carriages, and we get people in that way. It's one of the highlights of the festival, really. We get takeout cans for the trains and they're singing all the way back. If you talk to the brewers and visitors, that's like the icing on the cake. Tickets for Hagstravaganza 2020 are only €25. Euros. The price includes four drinks, a festival glass, a programme and your train to and from Sligo. So there we have it. Obviously I don't think it'll be happening this year, now, but it sounds good. And the final beer for this week was the festival special. Hobstravaganza, a 6.2% New England IPA. In my final beer for this week, tonight I have a can of the White Hag Brewery Hobstravaganza Hazy IPA. This is in a 330ml can, it's 6.2%. White Hag Brewery are from 
Sligo, but they're not actually from Sligo. They're they're like Sligo, like Neptune Brewery from Liverpool. They're about the same distance outside of Sligo as Neptune are from Liverpool. 16 miles south of Sligo, in the town of Ballymote, we find the White Hag Brewery. There's your can. Nice, colourful can. There it is. It is a hazy golden colour. It's got a two-finger foamy white head. Oh, it smells amazing. It smells of leaflet and frosted producing hops. The head has settled now to one finger. All right, let's get this down me and see what I think of it. The nose is like a, an orange scent and you get it the moment you stick your nose in the glass and drink it. Mmm. Ooh, that's nice. That is good, I like that. Nice, juicy, fruity. Cheers, guys. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, nice, big, fruity, juicy. A little bit orangey, a little bit lemony. That is really, really nice. I'm enjoying that. Cheers, guys. It's nice, big, sweet, juicy, fruity. That's a four and a half out of five from that. Really nice. Really hazy. All right, cheers, guys. I'll see you guys soon. Have a great evening. Do yourselves what you're doing. Stay safe. For the final song of the show, we're going to an alternative rock band from Oxford who formed in 1993. They released their first album, I Should Coco, in 1995. The song I'm about to play you comes off their fourth album from 2002 called Life Under the Planets. This is Seen the Light by Supergrass. We're all wave. Now, here comes the music.
To get in contact with us here at the Beer Show couldn't be simpler. You can email beershow at whirlwave.co.uk. You can find us on Facebook by searching Beer Show and Whirl Wave. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram by using at Show. What have you been drinking during the lockdown? Tell me what you've had, what favourite beers you've liked, how you're coping, what you're doing. If you get in touch, if I've got space one week at the end of a show, I might drop you a mention. So tell me who you are, where you're from, and what you've been drinking since the pubs have been shut. You can also find We're All Wave on social media by searching We're All Wave. And you can email studio at we'reallwave.co.uk. That's it for another beer show. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's content and today's music. Stay safe and I'll catch you soon.